Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Diane. And we're we're Minimalist Moms. Moms. No, we don't live in tiny houses. We live in the suburbs of the Midwest where bigger equals better. But the more we add it to our lives, instead of feeling better, we felt overwhelmed. It's hard enough being a mom. The last thing we need is stress from too much stuff and overcrowded schedules. It was time for a radical new mindset. Less is more. We're not into extremes. We didn't throw away everything. Our brand of minimalism is more about adding than subtracting. Get rid of the excess to make room for what you love. In other words, it's about living life with purpose. We hope it will inspire you to think more and do with less. Hello and welcome back to the Minimalist Moms podcast. Um, Last week, or last time that you joined us, we talked about um, goal setting, minimalist goal setting for the year, and just moving forward with that. And this week, we're going to talk about capsule wardrobes. Um, If you followed Megan on social media at all, you can... You can you know by now that she loves her capsule wardrobes and is just um, an advocate, if you will, for um, that type of minimalism. I don't know. Is that what you would say? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So um, before we get into the capsule wardrobe, um, we're going to share um, my – well, I'm going to share my minimalist moment of the week. And it's actually been going on for about three weeks now. Um, one of my small goals for the year was to use reusable grocery bags and hmm. – it was to cut down on waste. Like, I'm not, I think I've said before, I'm not, like, huge into recycling or I'm not the biggest green girl. But I just felt like it made sense. Like, if I could buy these bags and use them every time, like, why not? So I keep them in my front seat. And if I have, like, a return at the mall even, I'll take in my little Trader Joe's bag. I mean, I kind of feel goofy, but who cares? It's just, mm-hmm. Why would I get a bag if I don't necessarily need it? But, um... Even, I've even been stuck at Kroger once without them. Like, I completely forgot because sometimes you just grab your kid and you just aren't thinking to grab them. So I took all my groceries, loaded them onto the self-checkout, and then took them all back out, like, into my cart, and then loaded them into my reusable bags (laughs) in my cart. Because I was like, I will not fail. (laughs) So I've I've done pretty well so far Mm -hmm. with this. I can't believe it because I used to... I've had them before, but I've mm-hmm. just never reused them. But I'm just like, keep them in your front seat, and then... There you go. Yeah, so I feel like that's a great way to cut down on waste in your home, just with, like, having a bunch of plastic bags around. I know people use those little, like, rubber, like, baggy holders, and mm-hmm. you can buy them at Ikea or something. But, yeah, we don't have the, a bunch of plastic bags under our sink, and they're not going into the garbage can to be in a landfill. I don't know. I just felt like it was a really good green goal that I could have for the that's year. That's great. So, yeah. That's awesome. So, do you want to jump into capsule wardrobes? Sure. Okay. And this, I wanted to talk just a little bit about the benefits mm-hmm. of this. Um, because I've, I've given this, I've, I've talked to several moms groups about this topic, and if you're not minimalist minded mm-hmm. or simplicity minded, if it's not a stressor for you, then that's okay. Keep Mm -hmm. doing what you're doing. But if it is a stressor for you, um, this concept of a capsule wardrobe has brought so much less stress for me when I'm getting dressed in the morning. I know that everything I pull out of my closet fits me and looks good on me. And I feel like how I'm dressed affects my self-esteem for that Mm -hmm. day. 
like it kind of sets the tone for how my whole morning or the, what I do in the morning, how I get dressed, what I put on, sets the tone for how the whole day is going to go for me. Um, and this is a good example too, capsule wardrobes of decisions that are pre-made. Like you've evaluated what's in your closet and you know what outfit, what looks good with one another. Mm-hmm. So you're not trying on a ton of things or, you know, just being indecisive in the morning. Mm-hmm. So again, like we were talked about in our last episode about willpower mm-hmm. and there's this whole concept of de- decision fatigue. I feel like this capsule war- the capsule wardrobe thing is just one huge thing you can do to eliminate that battle in the morning. We got enough to deal with. We don't mm-hmm. need to deal with that. Mm-hmm. So um, our goal today is not to get you into the perfect capsule, but to get you started, get like the starter capsule going so you can build on it later. Um, and then I feel I, our goal at the end is so that it, you can pull together this starter um, from items that you already have, not spending any money, mm-hmm. and it, I believe you can do it in an hour. That's that's my goal is to get you in a capsule in under an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a used car salesman at this point. Yeah. And um, Diane will be uh, kind of test driving this for us. Um, she is pregnant with her second baby mm-hmm. and um, is really going to need this in a couple months. Mm-hmm. And so this will be a great, she'll be our, um, she'll come back afterward and let us know how it went too which would be awesome now I'm thinking sorry now that you say that and I know I talked about it in the last episode doing it for the last three months so the last trimester yeah that's right no the last four months mm-hmm. uh, is that right nine months no <laughs> <laughs> baby brain last three months but I'm thinking I might have to do it again right after the baby comes because it'll yeah. just be easier to mm-hmm. get ready with two so Absolutely. yeah I'll, I'll have to let you guys know how yeah. that goes So the traditional, for those of you who are not familiar with the concept, the traditional definition of a capsule wardrobe is a 30 to 40 piece wardrobe of limited color palette that easily mixes and matches to accommodate any occasion. Now, if I had heard that when I was pregnant with my third, I probably would have cried and not even tried it because that sounds completely overwhelming to me. And I, to me, even now, I don't. I don't always accomplish that even now when mm-hmm. I have the maybe more mental brain to think about it, but handing somebody a newborn and then saying, oh yeah, like why don't you come up with a perfectly mix and match wardrobe while you're trying to do all this other stuff? It's just not feasible. And I totally get that. And I also totally get that your wardrobe is not your own right now. Mm-hmm. Either your body's changing. It's always in some kind of flux. You're either nursing and then after that you're still losing baby weight and then like you might get down to the size that you want but then you might get pregnant again and like there's just all a lot going on in there Mm -hmm. I totally get that and then your clothes are also not your own because they're either filled smeared with peanut butter or they're spit up or Mm -hmm. whatever it is so I get it it is difficult at this stage in life that's why I think this can really help all you mamas out there and I'd like to propose a new goal beyond having this, or I should say, instead of having this limited color palette teeny wardrobe, that any given morning you go into your closet and you have an outfit for what you're going to do that day and that you feel good in. Mm -hmm. And that's like, I feel like, really attainable goal that we can 
accomplish with this little starter capsule. So does that sound good to you? Yeah, definitely. All right. So I'll just dig in. Three simple steps mm-hmm. to get into your starter capsule. Um, the first step is what I call the laundry hold. Mm-hmm. Now, we talked a lot about purging your closet mm-hmm. in a previous episode, and it is typically the first step in creating a capsule wardrobe. But as I just explained, there's a lot going on in our closets right now. And not that I don't think you should ever purge it. I think it's great exercise to go through Mm -hmm. but it's not always realistic it can be super overwhelming and then you get maybe you might pull everything out and then you get interrupted and then it's a bigger mess Mm -hmm. than what you started with so I feel like to just kind of prevent that from happening we're gonna go with the other this other approach Mm -hmm. which this is why it works 80 20 rule we only wear, or I should say, 20% of our clothing does 80% of the work. Mm -hmm. So for two weeks, I want you to do laundry like you normally would do, and then set aside that stuff you wear in a separate location. Easy as that. Like, just take out, and because usually within two weeks, we've worn the things that we really like. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, how often, Diane, would you say that you repeat the exact same outfit? I don't know if I should admit this. (laughs) Well, last week, I wore, I think, two and a half outfits all week. (laughs) Okay. But... I know that's really disgusting. Honestly, I probably shouldn't. It's not disgusting. Well, I try and work out every day, but I'm not like doing some intense. I'm pregnant, so I'm not like doing intense workouts. But I wear like the same, like two different things to the gym. So five days at the gym, I'm wearing two different outfits. So like, yeah. So I wore those two workout outfits, and then to work, I wore the same thing to work on Friday night and then I wore the same thing to the toddler's birthday party Saturday and then I wore the same thing to church on Saturday. So I, but the only reason I do that is because one, I'm not getting all sweaty. It's winter. Like Mm -hmm. it's fine. It's staying clean. Charlotte's not really super messy anymore getting my clothes messed up. And three, I'm seeing different groups of people. So they have no idea. There you go. But I don't typically do that. I would say I wear about three or four outfits a week. Yeah. So yeah. If we were in... I would say the average person, my super sophisticated research via Facebook asking my friends mm-hmm. <laughs> how often they repeat outfits, it was usually, I would say the average is like, you repeat one every other week. Okay. Are you talking about a month? Like, or are you talking about a week? Like- so, like, if you, say you are in a work environment mm-hmm. where you see the same people every day, mm-hmm. I would probably repeat out, like, I wouldn't wear it within the same week. Yeah. I might repeat it. I might have two weeks and then repeat an mm-hmm. outfit or whatever. But as moms, when we're at home, you know, and you're not maybe going out and seeing, like you said, you're not seeing the same people or mm-hmm. whatever, you repeat a lot more frequently. Mm-hmm. So all that to say, within two weeks, if you do your laundry hold, as I'm calling it, mm-hmm. you will have most of the um, outfits that you like to wear. And if you don't wash it even, just still set it aside. Because mm-hmm. I know that happens. You wear things multiple times before mm-hmm. washing, too. So that's step one. Step two is what I'm calling the mom uniform. Mm-hmm. And this is not literally wearing the same outfit every day, mm-hmm. but it's kind of figuring out the types of pieces and the outfit combinations that work for you. So this this step really doesn't involve a huge chunk of time. Mm-hmm. It's taking what you've already set aside and either laying it all out or on the bed or the floor or whatever and um, analyzing what you have. And it's, the first part of this 
knowing the goal we have is to get 10 outfits. Mm -hmm. And again, I figure that's a pretty good number for, um, to give you enough time. And so how I, how I break this down is seven of those outfits are what I'm calling grocery store ready. Mm -hmm. This is if you're leaving the house, Mm -hmm. this is a judgment free zone. Mm -hmm. Whatever you wear inside your house is totally (laughs) fine. This is, we're not including loungewear. This is not like sweatpants and t-shirts or whatever you wear when you're with your kids in your house Mm -hmm. or to bed or whatever. Cause I know that's sometimes that's you. Sometimes you wear something to bed you wear it all day, and then you might wear it to bed, because why are you going to change your clothes? Like, I totally get newborn life that's mm-hmm. and toddler life. That happens to me even sometimes now. Mm-hmm. So no judgment there. But we're talking about if you're going to go see people. Mm-hmm. And, again, whatever you're comfortable wearing to the grocery store, that's cool, too. Like, if you like wearing if you're cool with wearing sweatpants and a T-shirt, then and you feel good in that, go for it. If you feel like you need to be a little more buttoned up maybe you have jeans and cute sweatshirt sweater hoodie whatever that's your deal so seven of those outfits and three what i'm calling just nicer outfits like whether it's a date night out Mm -hmm. or girls night out you're going to church whatever it is Mm -hmm. three of those nicer outfits so that range should should serve you those 10 outfits for most things that mamas do in a week um if you work you may need to either create two capsules or expand those 10 outfits. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's 15 and you, some pieces interchange from, you know, evenings to work at work where, however you want to work it. But, um, this is my main thought is for moms of really young kids who are either stay at home or, like me, freelancer, who's, I'm mostly working, I am working from home. I don't really have to dress up for business meetings that often. So that's my thought process there. Mm-hmm. Um, next year, we'll kind of look at your outfit equation. So when you laid out all of your clothing, what kind of combinations do you usually wear? For example, in the winter, it might be, a long sweater with a t-shirt underneath, mm-hmm. leggings, and boots. Um, it might be a hoodie and a t-shirt, jeans, and sneakers. Whatever that is, you know what it is, your comfortable go-to combination. And usually we're, we have several of those pieces for each of those combinations. So it's just kind of being aware of how you wear things and what's comfortable for you. And then also looking at, pick out some of your favorite pieces and mentally note why they work. So, for example, I have a favorite t-shirt that I wear like year-round, and I love it because it's uh, like an army green dark color. Mm -hmm. It's pretty much a neutral. It goes with everything. It's dark, so if I spill something, nobody's, you know, it's not a big deal. It has, um, it's kind of a trapeze shape Mm -hmm. or it's swingy, Mm -hmm. so it's not form-fitting. It doesn't matter what I, I can wear it by itself. I feel comfortable wearing it by itself or it can layer under things. Mm -hmm. And, um, I just, you know, it's been a great go-to item and I know it works for me. Oh, it has like a scoop neck Mm -hmm. because I'm kind of short-waisted and things that are V-necks are usually too low for comfort for me. Mm -hmm. So just like looking at those favorite pieces and pulling them out and, kind of observing why it works for you. Um, and it's okay if you don't even know why, but just having those items in mind 
and just repeating that, like going and getting more of them is enough, mm-hmm. you know, just knowing that. Um, for reference, like if you're trying to decide what makes it work or whether or not it's working for you, there are four or five indicators here. Um, one of them is, do you love it? Mm-hmm. Which is kind of the spark joy Marie Kondo mm-hmm. method. Does it bring you joy? Do you love it? Do you love how you feel in it? Mm-hmm. Um, does it look good on you? Is it the right color or the shape for your body? Does it fit your lifestyle? Is it appropriate for what you're doing that day? Is it easy care? Like, that's the Mm. big thing, I feel like, for mamas. Can you wash and dry it? If I can't dry it, I sometimes don't buy it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Even that, like, forget dry clean or even something you have to iron. Mm -hmm. Now I'm to the point where I'm like, okay, I think I can commit to a shirt that I Mm -hmm. need to iron every once in a while. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's, like, a nice thing that I only wear occasionally, but... When I had little ones, forget it. If I had iron it, no way. Um, and then the last one is not super intuitive, but I included it because for me, sometimes it's a big deal breaker. Does it break my style rules? And what I mean by that is that I think everybody has pet peeves mm-hmm. of things like, I'll, I'll use an example of, I think in every, you know, article you might come across in a magazine 10 things that you have to have in your in your closet it's always there's always a trench coat and like a pair of black pumps mm-hmm. i don't know why mm-hmm. but that's or maybe in an lbd like a, mm-hmm. a little black dress it's mm-hmm. kind of always on there and i've always liked trench coats mm-hmm. and so i'm like cool I'll buy myself one and i get one and it's really cute and it's a neutral color and it goes with everything and i'm like even like this isn't you know, this would go with my lifestyle, it goes with my other clothing, it looks good on every body type, mm-hmm. so, you know, what is it? Well, I, I never wore it, it's mm-hmm. in the closet, and I, one day I was like, well, I'm going to make myself wear this, mm-hmm. <laughs> because I paid good money for this stretch coat, and then I put it on, and I was like, this is why I never wear this thing, because there's five or six buttons, mm-hmm. and then a, a belt. Belt, yeah. And it just was too many steps. If I'm trying to get three other kids mm-hmm. dressed and zipped and shoes and socks and hats and whatever, mm-hmm. buttoning six buttons and a belt is just too much mm-hmm. for me. So mm-hmm. it was just too fussy. And so there were uh, just several things. For another example, like I don't wear bangles. Mm bangly bracelets because I type at a computer a lot of the day mm-hmm. and they're just annoying and gets in the way. I end up taking yeah. them off and then they sit next to my computer I'm like yeah. this is pointless. Yeah. So those kind of things um, are things that don't work with me. Do you have like some favorite pieces that you can think of, Diane, that maybe you wore in previous pregnancies that you might pick up this time around? I mean, pregnancy... I wasn't showing enough my first pregnancy until like 22 weeks to where I had to switch over. Um, And I pretty much just wore, it was summer going into fall. And so it was warm enough to just wear like t-shirt. I've got a few maternity t-shirts. And then once it started to becoming a little bit colder, I would just use my cardigans that I had. Mm. So I didn't really invest in too many pieces. You have to buy a pair of jeans, obviously, or a pair of pants. But um, even like my athleisure wear, like yoga pants that I would wear to the gym, those I wore just underneath my belly and mm. I had these like Nike shorts and I just wore them underneath my belly. Nice. Like I, I just kind of made things work. Um, this time around, like I was telling you before or before we started recording, just, I love chambray denim shirts and I've just been trying to find one that's like high quality and I've gone to so many different stores and I finally have found one. 
Um, so I, I think I'm going to keep it despite the price just because it is high quality and mm-hmm. I know it'll last. I know that I wear them a ton. I don't know if I'm going to be wearing it in pregnancy much longer because I'm starting to show a little bit more now mm-hmm. than I did we in my first. We could wear it on button though, right? Yeah, that's true with the mm-hmm. t-shirt over it. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, I guess well, I never... Well, you were saying too, she, she's very tall because you can't see her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um... So sleeve length, and mm-hmm. I would guess the the length of the shirt also is a factor yeah. for you. So it's kind of hard sometimes to find something in the in the cheaper category that would yeah. work for you. Well, yeah, I'm five eleven, and I'm super broad shouldered, so that mm-hmm. makes it different because I'm smaller around my waist than I am on my shoulders. So I have to buy things that are bigger, but then mm-hmm. smaller for the waist. So things are boxy. It's yeah, I'm it's sure the whole thing. Yeah, I'm sure petite people have <laughs> problems too with things being too long or whatnot, but. Um, yeah, I would say, I mean, I'm like, you see me, I'm an athleisure, if you will, Mm -hmm. like just because it's hard because I do work out in the morning. So Mm -hmm. if I'm going to meet someone afterwards, I don't want to run home, get ready, get Charlotte, like into a place where she can hang out for a minute while I'm shower. Like, it's just too much. I don't want to shower at the gym because I just don't want to shower at the gym. So I'm not doing intense enough workouts to where I feel like, oh, I stink. I can't go meet this person. Like, I'm just kind of hanging out. I mean, I don't hang out at the gym, but you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Um, And then on days that I'm not meeting someone, I usually come home and I stay in that until I have to go to work. And if I don't have to go to work, then I just stay in it all day. So I'm sorry, Marty. (laughs) I'm sorry. I think that I'm just, I want to do this because I think I am in a little bit of a funk, but I guess just talking through it and listening to you, it is going to be harder to do because of the gym factor. Mm Because that's not something I'm willing to give up, but I don't know how to make time for like doing a change into like even grocery wear. I mean, I'm not going to go to the grocery in like my PJs or whatnot, but I think I look put together enough to where I'm like, oh, she's active. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that I look fine at the grocery store. Um, Or it may just be that, like you were saying, that piece that you layer over it hmm. that pulls it together or buttons it up a little bit, I guess you'd say. Like, if there's the the ballet inspired is really in mm-hmm. for this next season or for spring. So if it was more of a, a wrap sweater, they make really cute ones that mm-hmm. wouldn't even maybe even affect the belly. Mm-hmm. Or um, I've seen lots of capes too that mm-hmm. are really cute That's that a you good could point. wear before and after pregnancy. Yeah, I guess I keep. I'm, like, going all over the board because I'm thinking about pregnancy, but then I'm also thinking about just, like, what I've been doing for the last, like, my sure. my life. So I think the hardest part, like I said, is just going to be figuring out, like, how to be a little bit more put together while still trying to get my workouts in because I'm not going to get up earlier and go without mm-hmm. Charlotte. Like, that's not going to happen. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's good. But I think that's kind of the whole point of this exercise, too, is putting the thought work in beforehand mm-hmm. um, so that you – don't aren't in the morning beating yourself up for not having what you need Mm -hmm. for that day or what would make you feel put together Mm -hmm. um so that that is a great point and and also bringing up the whole the changing there's so many (laughs) changes that will happen within Mm -hmm. the year for you and picking out if you're going to buy new Mm -hmm. picking out those things that will last you throughout Mm -hmm. um because the the things that we are that we're conscious of before pregnancy, or that we we're trying to work into with maternity, then are also great to help us feel better about our bodies afterwards. Mm-hmm. So, um, so if you'll notice, like I've not said, you know, 
in figuring out if a piece works. Is it in style? Does it look good with your skin tone? Does the silhouette look good with my body type? Um, does this piece appear on your inspiration pin board or your mood board at home? All those things are awesome, but I think for, we're just focused on getting you to a point where you can have this capsule that works for you and then work on those things later and take the pressure off. Um, just focus on what works for you right now in your closet. Mm -hmm. So our last step is the starter capsule. And this is where you put together your 10 looks. This sounds like a lot of math, but bear with me. Um, plug in your laundry hold items into your outfit equations. Mm -hmm. So if you're staring at four t-shirts, two pairs of jeans, and maybe some sandals, say it's the summer, that's probably four outfits for you. Because for some reason, we always think if we change the top, it's a new outfit. Mm -hmm. So in general, usually that's four outfits. So already there, you've got a, a, a head start. Mm -hmm. um, and then make as many outfits as you can with what you have in front of you. Uh, either write them down, literally take pictures, or um, maybe just mentally take note and still keep all those things in one place. And then when you get stuck mm -hmm. and you need still to get to 10, get creative like go shop in your own closet if there's thing pull things out that maybe you forgot about um try things on that you're you've in your brain thought doesn't work for you but oh maybe with these jeans or this top or whatever this would work um and then um new outfits can always be made with accessories as well so mm -hmm. if you have different scarves or whatever it is that makes the outlook outfit look different mm -hmm. um try that as well so i think if you get then once you get to that magic 10 number i consider it a success and then any given morning you can go in your closet and have something to wear to feel good in that's appropriate for your mama lifestyle so um does that sound feasible for you yeah i'm i'm just like i said thinking all this through i'm thinking maybe i would do like three workout outfits mm -hmm. and then maybe seven well maybe three mom ready outfits mm -hmm. and then uh, for um, work outfits, work mm -hmm. slash church outfits. Slash yeah, out or yeah, just yeah. nicer outfits. Mm -hmm. So, I think that I could do it. I think I could do it. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so for the future, like wear wear this capsule for a while. You'll start noticing the tensions. And this is what happened for me when I first started with the capsule. Actually, I didn't even really officially make a capsule wardrobe. When I first started this, I just pared down so much. And then mm -hmm. as I was wearing things, I was like, you know what? I really need X that would pull together four more outfits. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it's just that one piece. Either um, I need color. I need, like, one scarf that will mm -hmm. pull these outfits in. Or I need a hoodie or a button-down or whatever um, that will pull everything together. And just think about those, make a list, prioritize it by what you'll need first. Mm -hmm. But the awesome thing is then there's no rush at this point. Like you have stuff to wear every day. Mm -hmm. So that's the good news is that we're not having to spend a bunch of money right away, or you're just starting to feel good and more confident about yourself, which I think will then give you that momentum and, um, desire to improve. And, um, well, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope this was helpful for you mamas. And you can always reach us or, you know, listen to all of, read all our show notes and um, 
find our social yes, yeah. listen to all of them and um, find us on social media through our website, which is minimalistmomspodcast.com. Thank you so much. Talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>